Brax Vargul strolled down the musty hallway, sealed in silent doors passing on either side like the ghostly hulls of ships half-glimpsed in the night, his nostrils stinging with mingled stench of crotch-rot and semen-stained bedsheets. For a supposed house of pleasure, this place was awfully dank and depressing. Drab tapestries depicting naked, thick-thighed women bathing in hot springs adorned with peeling, scabrous walls. The hallway carpet reeked of muddy feet and nervous perspiration. Hope and despair and guilty anticipation coalesced in the air, the lingering ghosts of the house's previous visitors. Brax was a man whose height and girth gave credence to the ancient legends of giants roaming the earth. In truth, he was the disgraced son of Everick Vargul, famed and honoured general of the Bastion, the world-sized space station the Varguls called home. Since being exiled from the Bastion, for reasons he seldom cared to dwell on, Brax had been making a living running dirty jobs in the scummy back quadrants of the universe. He scratched the back of his furry blonde skull with the chunky metal fingers of his robotic right arm, fashioned from sturdy Trestorian metal and synced directly to the remaining nerves in his shoulder. It felt and acted just like a real arm, only about a hundred times stronger. Time was, back in his glory days, he'd be visiting an establishment such as this for the sole purpose of working off the strain of a long day spent doing battle with hordes of alien beasts. For Brax Vargul, the fighting was saved for out there, on the flaming ramparts of a siege tower in Rakistan, on the smoking bridge of the Blandarian mothership, shoulder to shoulder with his brothers and sisters in the thick of a melee in Grigorovich Canyon on the wind-scorched planet Selena. And afterwards, then came the rewards of the flesh. Now here he was in the miserable whorehouse on an insignificant planet called Earth, in the strangest company he'd ever known, not to fuck, but to fight. Life's a twisty, turny bitch, that's for sure. He glanced sideways at the woman on his right. She was all right to look at, at least, but only if she didn't catch him. The sleek, rippling muscles of a jungle cat combined with the curvaceous hips and bust of the pleasure wenches from the Griffin Club on Trastor. Perhaps... When the mission at hand is taken care of, she could be persuaded to give up her womanly pleasures. Brax's face, tough and pitted as a burnt steak, split into wolfish grin at the thought. Ferez felt Brax's eyes on her like a hot little seeds burning into her flesh. The big, blonde bastard had been eye-fucking her since they'd been brought together by the secret government agency Shadow to fight the forces of evil. Project Killshot, that's the name Shadow had given to their little ragtag group of superpowered misfits. Brax had a different name for them. The Face Punchers. Ferez would never admit it to Brax's face, but she kind of thought the Face Punchers had a nicer ring to it. What in fuck's name are you doing, Anthea? Barked her father's voice in her head. Throwing your lot in with this no good bunch of some bitches. You know you can't trust anyone but yourself, and your dear old pa, of course. I know it ain't ideal, Daddy, she muttered, low enough so the others couldn't hear her, 
but last time I checked, I ain't got no way of getting back to my own time. My kids are growed and dead now, and I'm stuck here for better or worse. I might as well try and kill some bad guys while I'm here. Who are you talking to? It was Druid. He was a young, scrawny, 19-year-old with a long, boyish face and a lanky mop of dangling brown hair that he was constantly brushing away from intense, intellectual turquoise eyes. Ain't no concern of yours, she snapped, cheeks reddening despite best intentions to keep them neutral. You reckon you can see your way to minding your own fucking business? Druid ran a pale hand through his unruly hair. I... I'm sorry... I didn't mean to offend you. It's all right, she mumbled, feeling guilt at her outburst and anger at her own guilt.